This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this week's Real Estate News in Brief, the shutdown ordeal is over, but the border wall debate continues. Mortgage rates dropped again, and Amazon is saying bye-bye to New York. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin from economic news from this past week and a new spending deal that will prevent a second government shutdown. President Trump signed a spending plan that will fund the government through September 30th. It only provides about 25% of the $5.7 billion the president wants to build the wall. So he has now declared a national emergency to get the rest of the money without congressional approval. Speaker Nancy Pelosi supports the spending bill, but she and other Democrats may file a legal challenge against the national emergency declaration. She also issued a warning that President Trump's declaration sets a bad precedent. A drop in gas prices helped keep inflation at bay last month. The government reported that the consumer price index was flat in January. If you remove gas and food prices, the core CPI was up just 0.2%. The yearly rate of increase is currently 2.2% for a third month in a row. The University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index bounced back after the risk of a second government shutdown ended. It jumped from 81.2 to 95.5, which is a strong number, although it's less than the average has been during the Trump presidency. Long-term interest rates are really looking good for home buyers. Freddie Mac reported the average interest rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage dropped to just 4.37%. That's the lowest it's been in a year and could help motivate buyers for the spring home buying season. And in other news making headlines, more and more potential home buyers are scrapping their plans to buy. A housing trends report from the National Association of Home Builders shows a big drop in the number of adults planning to buy a home in the coming year. During the last quarter of 2018, only 13% of adults said they had near-term plans to buy. That's down from 24% during the final quarter of 2017. If you break that down into generations, millennials account for the largest share of potential homebuyers at 22%. That percentage dips to 14% for Gen Xers, 7% for boomers, and 4% for seniors. Now, what's happening on the West Coast? Well, we all know affordability is a big issue in California. The California Association of Realtors say that traditional housing affordability index was up slightly at the end of last year. It shows that just 28% of homebuyers can afford a median-priced existing single-family home. The median home price in California is $564,000. Buyers need an annual income of at least $122,000 to afford that price tag. The national profile is more promising. 54% of people in the U.S. can afford to buy a home with a median price tag of $257,000. You only need to earn $55,000 a year for that. A recent Redfin report said that San Francisco and Los Angeles were among the cities with the most people moving away to those less expensive markets. But one way to get around affordability issues is moving in together. So now couples are getting roommates so they can afford homes. That's right, getting a roommate or two has always been a way to cut costs. But new data from Trulia shows that a higher number of married couples are doing that now. Of the 4.2 million households with roommates, Trulia says that 280,000 of them are couples. That's more than double the number of couples with roommates in 1995. 
Trulia also says that most of those married households with roommates are along the expensive West Coast. It says in housing markets with the highest rates of married couples living with roommates, including Honolulu and Orange County, the share is between four and five times the national rate. And you've probably heard by now that Amazon pulled out its HQ2 deal from New York. That's right, Amazon announced on Valentine's Day that its love affair with New York City has ended. The Seattle-based retailer says it will not proceed with plans for a second headquarters in Long Island City without more support from local officials. Amazon conducted a year-long search for location and had brokered a deal with Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio that included billions of dollars in tax breaks and other incentives. The deal was not embraced by many New Yorkers, however, because the price tag and other potential negatives like gentrification and higher housing costs that could drive current residents away. Opponents reportedly knocked on doors and jammed city council meetings to voice their opposition. So Amazon bowed out. Instead, the giant online retailer will now focus its efforts on building just one second headquarters in Arlington, Virginia, and an operations center in Nashville. Many of the 25,000 employees it planned for New York will be going to satellite offices around the country. The company also said during the announcement that it has no further plans for expansion in Seattle. But there are big real estate plans for Google. Google announced big expansion plans for 2019. It says it will be spending $13 billion for real estate across the U.S. so it can build data centers and offices. Major expansions will take place in 14 states, including Nebraska, Nevada, Ohio, Texas, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Virginia. That will expand Google's presence to a total of 24 states. It will also create more than 10,000 construction jobs, according to Google. And remember, jobs attract people, and people need real estate. You can get links to the sources of these stories on the blog for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.